Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Much higher than anybody possibly expected. 266 is just a great number. Unemployment rate down to the lowest, you know, in 50 years. Job, 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 Employment, employment, employment. Work, 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 work. Economy, economy, economy. It's important, people. I'm telling you guys, it is absolutely the most important thing for Trump. Right. So the White House said today they're not going to participate in any of the next week's hearings, any impeachment things, and they're not going to do any of that. So and we'll talk impeachment a little bit later and Pelosi and whatnot. But that right there is at the end of the day. Right. So the end of the day, that's still his best friend and could be his biggest enemy is the economy. And that's huge. That is. This is CNBC's current and after talking about the job numbers and talking about the Dems. The, Demo- the Democrats, it was probably a good move to do this whole impeachment stuff, because if they had to talk about the economy and didn't have the impeachment to talk about, they I, they really want to focus on impeachment for the next couple of weeks, I would say. Uh, that's what I would yes. do. If, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, but sooner or later, if, if they're going to run out of that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> sooner or later, they're going to run out. So I don't know what to do from there. But that right there, just is just everything you need. The numbers were ridiculously good. Ridiculously good. And, it, you know, I mean, you've got to look around. And you could, And it's so funny the way that, and I understand people don't like Trump, right? But, man, there are still people out there who just, they tweet at me and they'll text me and they'll say, no, this is all Obama, this is all Biden. And I'm like, okay, so, so but if it went south, you'd be like, it's his now, right? You can't have it both ways. And it just it it makes me again laugh because you're saying, "Look at me, I'm very rational. Everybody else is irrational." No, the reality is is you you can hate him all you want, but he is at least the person that is leading this. Like the coach, he'll get and the quarterback, he'll get the he'll get the plaudits if it does well, and he'll get canned if it doesn't. He's going to get all the credit or all of the blame. That's the reality of it. We continue to see healthcare perform really, really well. Hospitality perform really, really well. Business to business services, you know, three of the main stalwarts that you see month in and month out. Yep. It's just a good situation. And Trump should be touting it big time. Unemployment near at another 50 year low, right? On top of that, underemployment is down. Wages year to year are up. They didn't grow a lot from month to month, from from year to year, up about three and a half, almost four percent. So when you look at certain things, it's a good win. And you can have all the sustain you want from him. I got no problem with any of that, right? He could be the best human being on earth. He's not, obviously. But he could be the best person in the world. And if the economy tanks, he'll pay for it. On the other side of things, he could be Trump. Which he is. And if the economy's going strong, that's tough. That is a tough thing that the Democrats are going to have to try to overcome. I don't hear a lot of talking about it. I don't. Kind of quiet when it comes to a lot of these debates. I want to see what's going to happen and how they're going to approach this, especially if it stays strong. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter 
today shooting in Florida at a naval base, and it is an ugly situation. Four people dead, including the shooter. The motive for the shooting remains in question, as a Saudi military officer, Mohammed al-Shamrani, would have been vetted before being allowed to come to the U.S. for flight training. ISIS or al-Qaeda recruiting someone like that would be rather remarkable. So in addition to terrorism, sources said investigators would look at the shooter's family, how he was doing in school, and whether he exhibited the same disaffection that has affected other mass shooters. Yeah, and that's what they're going to be looking at. So he's a Saudi national who's here training, uh, and this base is it's about 16,000 people in Pensacola, and it is mostly flight. So when I was watching, I think it was a, it was a colonel or an admiral earlier today, was on one of the talking head shows talking about this, said, look, he worked there for five years. He said, let me tell you, he goes, there's not a lot of firearms on there. This is a literally a training flight facility, and a lot of the people that are there probably haven't handled a lot of firearms and stuff since some of the basic and some of the things they've done. So it's not like the Fort Hood thing. And if, for those of you guys remember Fort Hood and what happened there, it, I, had a, I had a buddy that I worked with who was there that day. And, and he said, look, we had just gotten back. Actually, because we went and played paintball. And we got back. And we're not allowed to have any kind of firearms on the base at that time at all. So we had to check everything. You had to get it. It wasn't like people were walking around with guns and stuff. Hence the reason why it was very easy, because it was a place where it was somewhat gun free. And so he goes, uh, he goes, luckily, I was in we were in the barracks. We knew it was stuffed down and we were locked down and everything. But it was it was crazy because you realize oh, I don't have anything. You know, I don't know what to do. But he goes, even with the paintball guns and certain things, you had to check stuff in. You, there was just things you couldn't do. And and there's been this debate. You know, and this is coming off just a, a, a an incident the other day in Pearl Harbor that was quick and it was nuts and it was fast. Witnesses reportedly observed the shots fired at the victims and ultimately observed the victim turn the weapon upon himself. And all of this happened in approximately 23 seconds. 23 seconds. So there's no suggestion of terrorism. What they're saying there is there was some sort of issue with potentially a commanding officer. And these bases are many cities. You know, there's 16,000 people on this base. You've got a, about uh, almost a half and half in the one in Pensacola of, of civilians and military personnel. But why this was what it was who knows i mean terrorism the first thing you're going to go to you hear saudi could it have been something else it's possible anything is possible but we're not going to know that for a couple days 323-538-2423 at chad menton show is your twitter feel free to tweet at me love hearing from every single one of you a lot of stuff to get to i'm gonna do a little politics in the impeachment where do we go from here pelosi had a busy day that included wrapping it up last night on cnn so we're going to talk about that what she had to say uh where we're headed and what potentially could could come out of this uh both good and bad and there are some that are uh, there's already one republicans coming out said that that he's going to vote for at least three of these but you have two, maybe three Democrats that are already coming out saying, yeah, no, I, I, I don't see what you guys see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. 
It is the Chad Benson Show. This is Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. 92.3 FM. One percent of people who go out on cruise ships are lost at sea. I'm sorry, Wilson. Just saying. Wilson, I'm sorry. We haven't lost anyone. Yes. Yes. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimating already 1.7 million flu illnesses, including 16,000 hospitalizations. 17 states now reporting widespread flu activity, with the highest number of cases stretching in the south from Texas to Georgia. Illinois Public Health Director Dr. Ngozi Ezike says it's unclear if the flu season has peaked. This is typically still too early to see what the what the entire flu season is going to have in store for us. Last year's flu season ended with nearly 50,000 deaths nationwide. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. We, we talk about gun violence and we talk about all that stuff, but 50,000 people died last year from the flu. That is crazy. Triple right now the level from last season here in Arizona. So that's that's crazy. Triple right now. So be careful when you're out there. That's all I'm saying. Just be careful. Make sure you do everything you can to, to, to you know, uh, clean everything. And, and I was talking to Lloyd. Uh, and by the way, can I just say, amazing job, Phoenix. Amazing job, everybody out there today, going out and seeing everybody. And, and just, just an amazing job with Gatos and everybody and the Caring for Kids, you know, and, and Jim and Jamie and just everybody. And Monica, just incredible job. And for you out there that listen, absolutely awesome. Just amazing that we can do something like this in this time of year and give, and it's just, it really is incredible. And I love the fact that 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 we are such a tight knit community, even though we're a big city, we're still, I feel like a community in a way. You know, it's not just urban sprawl for days, and it's just an amazing thing that we're able to give like that so so that's awesome but i was talking to lloyd back to back to the flu thing i was talking to lloyd the other day because he was showing me this thing he wants it's like steam cleaner so you put your phone in it and it steams and we had nile on a couple weeks ago talking about how gross our phones are and think about it though how many times a day you touch your phone then you touch your eye you touch your phone you, you just you got it to your face you people take it to the bath they do all of these things what's on and it's no matter even how how much you clean things it's still out there and and people, like, do you get the flu shot? I don't get the flu shot. What I do is, uh, you know, as you get older, I think you look at it a little bit more. I feel like I'm in pretty good shape, and 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 you know, and and I try to avoid as much as I possibly can. And I'm a kind of a loner anyway. So, but you know, and you got the littles around there and the petri dishes. But uh, it's it's you know, again, young kids and especially people that compromise immune systems and and older people. But I've gotten a flu shot once or twice, and I got really sick, and I'm like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. So Uber putting some numbers out there. Uber is touting its transparency, that it's the first in the industry to release a safety report, and it's highlighting its driver background checks and safety features in its app. But the numbers are surprising to some that in 2017 and 2018, there were over 5,900 reports of sexual assaults happening in Uber vehicles, including rapes. Just last year alone, Uber says there were over 1,500 reports of groping during rides and hundreds of reports of unwanted kissing. Yeah. They're transparent. 
And you hear that number, and any number like that is like, that's that's a lot. That's Because one is too much. I think we can all realize that. But then you look at the amount of people who took rides, and it's 99.9999999% of rides finished without any incident. Other than, thank you very much, here's a tip, there's your stars, have a wonderful day. That's amazing. That's incredible. But the numbers like this, like we talk about here, think about, you know, like we've, we've talked about in, in the last several months, how many times officers drawn the gun, they've shot their gun, all of that stuff. And, and we're like, wow. But one thing we don't talk about often enough, I think, is, is when we look at the reality, we just talk about the flu and 50,000 people die every year from the flu. And then we talk about guns and gun control and shootings and people freak out. And the reality is, is when you look at the numbers and you break it down to the percentile, it's so minuscule. It is. So if you've, they're saying they have 1.3 billion to 1.6 billion rides last year, and there was 5,300 incidents. That's, that is amazing. Now, you always want to strive to do better. I think we realize that. Duh. That's silly. And that's what you should want to do is figure out how do I make this better? How do we make this incident go away here? And if we can create these incidents and take from what we, we've seen happen and we can, we can drill down on what it is, what we're looking for, make it better. That's what everybody's striving to do in anything. In saying that, let's always put it in perspective. One incident is very much a hor- horrible, horrific thing. But when you break down the numbers, I think Uber often gets a bad rap. I'll still take an Uber over a taxi. Not that I think taxi guys and gals are bad or any of these things. I'm just a price conscious person. And I still know what I'm paying. But you can go through all the background checks and get in your taxi all you want. I never hear statistics or anything else about taxis. I hear very rarely hear anything about it. Uber and Lyft, there's been a concentrated effort across not just America, but the globe to do all they can because their lobbying group isn't as good as some of the other lobbying groups. I can see in London why the battle goes on there because of the London taxis, but still, that number right there, while it sounds, oh, they're transparent and they're working on it. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. For you to tweet at us, it's the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Chad Benson loves lemonade. No wonder his show is two parts tart to one part sweet. Time for a refill. Cheers. This is a historic day here in the nation's capital. It will be a busy and historic day. You're watching what can only be described as an historic day. This is turning out to be a historic day, a very important day. And another very, very important and historic day. At the end of a long and certainly historic day. A truly historic day. It's a historic day on Capitol Hill. A historic day with millions watching. A historic day. All right, it is a historic day. A very historic and important day. This is going to be another historic day on this historic day. <laughs> there you guys realize yesterday, a very historic day of CNN. 
so the White House today said, look, we're not going to participate next week, but the Republicans requested impeachment testimony for the whistleblower, Hunter Biden, and Rep. Schiff. And this is the the thing, and, 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 and I think people realize they've got to figure out what they're going to do, what their plan is. The, the White House is going to come out and be the White House, right? Trump's going to be Trump. He's going to, and, and the minions are going to, they're going to circle the wagons and they're going to do the things that they do. And they're going to fight and they're, they know, cause they know they're going to win. And there's a lot of ways that, that when it goes, when they finally vote on it and when it goes to the Senate, it could go, do you, you guys realize that Mitch McConnell could kill this thing and quickly he could within minutes he could just get this thing and say we're gonna have a vote whether or not we want to proceed with this or just dismiss all charges up or down raise your hands have a wonderful day we're moving on he could there's something to that but there's also something to the fact that trump and them may come and say look take this thing a little bit longer Right? They've played this game. They've they they've had this. And you guys aren't gonna get rid of me, right? We're gonna win back the White House, especially if the economy's going good. So how about this? Let's let's call Adam Schiff. Let's call Hunter Biden. Let's expose some things. Let's put a narrative out there. Whether it's real or not, they don't care. Right? But let's make it uncomfortable for them. So the, the the we feel like we've done so much to prove to America it doesn't really matter at this point in time because we know where this is going. They're going to acquit him. Hell, they may just dismiss the charges. That is possible. And then they've got to figure out exactly what they're going to do articles-wise. We've heard they're broadening it, potentially, talking about Mueller and several other things, which... In my opinion, it would be a tactical blunder, a huge mistake, if Democrats were to expand the focus to include the Mueller report. Let's not forget that in the second half of the Mueller report, relative to the obstruction issues, Mueller reached no conclusion, and then you got into that whole tit-for-tat with Bill Barr and what Mueller had concluded differently or not concluded at all. Yeah, and several Republicans and Democrats have been talking and, you know, as they try to get all the stuff and then the Senate figured out, uh, uh, you know, because Mitch McConnell, I think, wants to run as above board and wants to be seen as somebody who's, look, we're going to give everybody the opportunity to, down here. We're going to make it, you know, we're going to make it somewhat of a level playing field, which I think will go into a lot of people's minds and say, wow, look what the way it was worked up there compared to, you know, you know, here. Uh, but Democrats and a couple of them who I'm friendly with who off the record say we've got to figure something out because a lot of what they're talking about is going to make us look bad because they want to throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and it's going to seem like it's overreaching and michael smirconish is absolutely right here but more importantly, I think that it would play into the president's hands and the hands of Republicans who say, look, they've been lying in wait since day one for the president. This is about the whole kitchen sink and not simply what transpired relative to Ukraine. I think a sniper approach is better than a shotgun blast in a case like this. Yeah, I think he's absolutely right about that. I really, really do. And again, not that any of it matters at this point in time. I don't think anything's changing. Right. 
and you've already got like Justin Amash, who's been outspoken against the president's not running. He said he'll vote for three of the articles uh, in the House, and he's a Republican, but he's outgoing. And he's going to vote for three articles of impeachment. But he says, I want to read them first. But you've got two Democrats that have already come out and said, look, I've looked and I'm not voting for for this. And I don't know what they see compared to what I see. Are they in districts that, that potentially are vulnerable? Yes. So it just shows you also the politics around all of this stuff. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but I, I was I saw somebody today and I, I forgot who it was. He said, I, I've talked to several senators and he goes, even he goes, he goes, I can count less than than on one hand how many senators, you know, because they talk about, well, if there's a private vote, he goes, I can talk. He goes, there's it's less than one hand how many Republicans would vote to oust Trump in the Senate. And a lot of people say, you know, well, hold on. If it's a private vote, they get rid of him. Mm, apparently not. Apparently not. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty four, twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You could tweet at us. Love hearing from you. Chad, Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. I heard you paint houses. The Al Pacino, Robert De Niro mob drama The Irishman from director Martin Scorsese had a strong debut on Netflix if the numbers from Nielsen are to be believed. Netflix, which knows exactly how many people have watched, isn't saying anything, but by Nielsen's calculations, at least 17 million people watched at least a few minutes of the three-and-a-half-hour movie in its first five days on Netflix. Now, that only counts people who watched it on TVs, not phones or tablets or computers, and it's only in the U.S. For comparison, it's a much larger audience than the Breaking Bad movie El Camino on Netflix but nine million shy of the surprise Sandra Bullock hit Bird Box. Yeah, and that's saying though, still seventeen million. Think about this. Let's just let's let's just say it's ten bucks a ticket. And seventeen million people wouldn't see that. It's huge. It'd be a hundred and seventy million dollar opening for the weekend. Now it's three and a half hours. I was talking to somebody who absolutely uh loves this movie, has seen it. But she said, you know, uh, she says, it's a commitment. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to make a commitment right now. And I, said, I don't know. I'm looking around. I'm looking at The Witcher. I'm thinking that might be my next commitment, right? I've still got to catch up with Pinky Blinders. And I just, and with all my travel and then with the Hallmark going on, I'm not ready for that commitment yet. Not saying that I won't get there. Right? I'm not saying that because I may get there soon, probably between Christmas and New Year. A little time off. Might, I might get there for that. At this moment, though, I'm choosing not to just yet. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Last night, they lit it up. As one grateful nation, we praise the joy of family, the blessings of freedom, and the miracle of Christmas. On behalf of Milani and our entire family, Merry Christmas, and God bless you all. Yeah, God bless each and every one of you. It's like Tiny Tim, but it's not Tiny Tim. It's just Trumpinator last night. So lots of stuff. They're lighting it there, and the Rockefeller, you know, they lit the one, and it's just everybody. I got my tree today. I'm super excited. I decorated this weekend. We're like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So I'm going to let, I'm, I might let Norman, my big lizard, crawl up it because he loves that stuff. 
He's really weird. He likes to go high or he likes to hide because he's got it inside of his giant cage. So he's got this huge, like, it's not even a cage. It's a house. It's like a mini house. And inside of it, he's got this little, like, hide box he likes to go into. But he's into, like, hiding as well as he is to getting into, you know, things up in the air. So, but I'm excited. And the house, right now, it looks like the Hallmark Channel. My house is just every, it's like lit up crazy. And I finished putting up lights this week. I'm just, ugh, I love Christmas. I love Christmas. Speaking of Christmas. So what do you get kids, right? So as parents, you got to ask yourself that question. It's like, okay, how much is too much and how much is not enough? Here's one father said his 10-year-old daughter's wish list included an iPhone 11, AirPods, MacBook Air, and a $4,000 cash. We've joked about that and that. Uh, my son, look, uh, who I, I realize I spoil a bit, right? I'm not going to pretend like it. And part of that's because, and that's on me. I, I fully take 100% responsibility for it. But he's a really good kid, and I make sure that he understands he works hard, he busts his butt, he's sweet, he's very giving. I do spoil him a bit, and partly because, you know what, I you know have the opportunity to. When, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have that. My mom did all she could, and she gave me the greatest gift of all, which was her work ethic, and she showed me how to bust her butt and, 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 and what she did. But I, I do spoil him a bit, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, and it's, you got to manage, you know, some kids like it's, you know, it's parents like, what do you do? Right? Like Santa Claus is going to do his thing. That that's, that's on Santa and on me. Santa does Santa, but mom and dad, it's like, what do you draw the line? Like a lot of times it's, you know, I'm big into experiences. So that to me is just as big, but like this year, Jack is, Oh, God, he's all in. He's like, all right, Dad, this is what I want. He's like, I want this. Right? Like, I want a football helmet. I want a Rydell Speed Flex. But I want to... Uh, uh, now, mind you, he doesn't play tackle football. Because uh, I'm not going to let him play until he's older. Right? And But he lives because he's got a helmet. I bought him a helmet last year. And he loves... Uh, football's his, that's his jam. So <laughs> he's got a, he wants a Rydell Speed Flex. I'm like, all right, I'll get you a Rydell Speed Flex. Maybe. If you're good, so and then I, but I, I also want the the the, uh, the the silver or see-through mask that goes over the thing. I'm like, just in case when you're tackling your stuffed animals, they don't poke you in the eye. It's kind of hilarious. But then he's like, I want Yeezys, and I don't want Gucci, and I want. I'm just like, oh my god. It's like, where do you draw the line, right? Let's be real. We we do spoil, and I and I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I don't. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. But I'm more of an experience guy. I like giving experiences because I think those build memories. And I think that's better. Some people don't. I mean, some people, they, you know, I mean, they, they, they like to give a lot. I also like to give a lot of little presents, right? And I'm dared open and like it. But I try to get one really cool gift. But I also try to give an experience. Because I just, to me, experiences... Or because you're going to forget about those gifts. Now, the one thing like his football helmet, I know if I got him a football helmet, his mom says he comes home every day. The football helmet now is a little bit too small because he's growing and he, he loves it. He wears it. He goes out. He practices every day and he tackles. And he tackles his, his stuffed animals, you know, and he's got like a tackle dummy and he practiced throwing to his stuffed animals. So, you know, it's just it's hilarious. So I get that. But I'm like, I'm not getting you a Gucci sweatshirt because you forget your shoes, you forget your hat, you forget other sweatshirts, and I would never spend money on that for you to lose and leave it somewhere. 
But I'm thinking about an experience or two because I just love those experiences. Because I think when you do an experience and there's something that's so memorable, that memory will be there for such a long time comparatively to just an open toy. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. This is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.